0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Truth To You daily podcast with Brother Scott. We're thrilled that you have taken time out of your day to explore with us God's timeless truth. Regardless of who we are, we all need the light of God's word to illuminate our path for this day. And now, here's our youth pastor, Brother Scott. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Monday. Hope that things are going well for you. Hope that you've had a great start to your week. And really, the best way to start our week is in the Word of God. And so I want to encourage you to take some time to read these passages that we're going to talk about here in just a second if you've not already done so. And the Bible says that the Word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two edged sword. And so it has a work in our lives, and we ought to give it a place in our lives. And uh, just a big thank you to all of our listeners uh, for tuning in here. That shows that uh, you're giving the Word of God some priority, and uh, we, we are talking about God's Word here. I don't want you to walk away with mine, but maybe um, some application that we make together will be of help to you. Let's go ahead and notice our memory verse of the week is 1 John 5 and verse 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And I love that last part there, that he heareth us. We have a God that hears and answers prayer, and we ought to be concerned with what his will is. First John 5, 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us. Confidence in prayer. Some important words there in that verse. Now, let's go ahead to Matthew chapter 11 because this is where our study comes from today. And I hope, again, like I said, you've had a chance to read Matthew chapter 11. It's a really neat passage of scripture. And I I want you to be able to walk away with some things from your own personal study time. But let's talk about this. Matthew chapter 11 verse 1, we have this phrase, and he departed thence to teach and to preach and get this phrase in their cities. Okay, so for just a second, imagine with me that you are one of Jesus's disciples. Um, you're a middle-aged man. Okay, sorry, ladies, but but just bear with me. Je- and Jesus has spent a good amount of time with you, right? Getting to getting you charged up spiritually, and that's really what happens in Matthew chapter ten. He's talking directly to his disciples. And, uh, let's just imagine you're one of his disciples, and as you sit there, you, you hear this truth unlike you've ever heard before in your life, and, and as happened with so many of the people the Lord Jesus spoke with, they're convicted. And so, and so you're convicted. You're convicted about what Jesus has said because you know that maybe you've not lived up to the standard that he's talking about, and, and, uh, you, you're, you're convicted here, you're cut to the heart. And and so now maybe after he's done speaking, you even take a little bit of time of self-reflection, and and maybe you talk to the Lord about the deficiency that's in your life. And and let me just say this: whenever the word of God goes forth, this that ought to be a habit of all of us. Um, you know, I, I find that that I am way too often defensive, uh, in defensive mode. Um, sometimes I can think of myself higher than I should, or I can expect others to do things that even I myself, um, would not hold myself to. And, and that's wrong every time, but don't miss this here. Let's, let's suppose Jesus is speaking. You've done the right thing. You're in a teachable place. You have been convicted. You've given that to the Lord. And, and now you're charged to, to just go and do what God wants you to do. Okay. Well, then Jesus turns to you with the drop of a hat and he says this, hey, now we're going to go to your neighborhood and uh, we're going to tell them this truth. Um, now, I, I don't know what, what you would, would go through your mind in that situation, but I know what would be going through mine. Uh, I, I would be thinking, wow, okay, Lord, you you, you want to go to my neighborhood? Na- can we go to Peter's neighborhood first? Uh, can we go to those folks? I, I need a little time to get back with my neighborhood and and, and let them know who you are and and um, I kind of correct uh the uh the t- testimony that maybe I have or i don't have and uh just give me a little time jesus let's let's well no Jesus says, hey no, we're going to your neighborhood and so that's what happens then they Jesus goes and he preaches and he teaches them in their neighborhood and so yeah here's the application and don't miss it what what if Jesus today came to your neighborhood um I wonder, would the people know that you love the Lord? Would they, as they stand hearing the truth of God, would would they wonder, wow, this is one of Jesus' followers, and yet he's never said anything to me. Listen, this hits home with all of us. What are we doing to reach our neighborhood? Because the Lord Jesus wants to go to each one of our neighborhoods through us today. And, you know, there's a lot of different things that you can do to reach your neighbors for the Lord outside of going over every day and, and preaching the gospel to them, okay? No, no, that's that's not what reaching your neighbor is all about. Although there should be a, a moment, a time when you do get to that point and you do share truth with them, but so often you have to establish a good testimony. You have to um, bridge the gap a little bit and uh, maybe encourage them by, um, you know, making making some special goods for your cul-de-sac or or your your neighbors those uh, in close proximity to your home or or just you know at thanksgiving leaving them some special gifts that they can enjoy leaving a special note and on their on their doorstep letting them know that you appreciate them and and they the fact that they're good neighbors and you know by establishing the relationship that maybe presents an opportunity in the future for them to see christ in you and so here here's the truth Jesus goes to the disciples' neighborhood so that he can reach their neighborhood, but, but Jesus wants to, through us, reach our neighbors. And so, teenagers, this is something you don't have to wait for your parents to do, but something that you can do and uh, certainly coordinate with your parents about it. But let's, let's reach people, especially this time of year, for Jesus' sake. All right. Now, before we go, I want to mention the teenager of the day, and it is Cade. Uh, pray for Cade. i uh, been feeling a little under the weather the last uh, few days or so, and I know that he'd appreciate your prayers um, so that uh, he's gets back on track, and I um, pray the Lord would bless him and his efforts as he continues on in his education and, and all that great stuff. Okay, listen, as always, thanks for joining us, and I hope to see you again tomorrow as we study some more timeless truth out of the Word of God take care. If you enjoy the episode, feel free to hit the subscribe button or even share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.